Hello, 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 everyone. Dana Williamson here with Bad, Blessed and Anointed Destiny LLC, the original Bad Queen of the Round Table. I'm so excited to be with you on this Monday morning because this is our Money Monday. And I'm excited because most times I talk about how to increase your income bottom line, what God says to you, all of those things. That's, that's what I say. That's what I do. But today... I don't want to do that. Um, today, something dropped in my spirit because let me tell you, this is the third time I'm trying to, to share this. But today, something dropped in my spirit and it was really important because I don't believe I'm the only one going through this. So lately, in the past couple of months, especially, uh, I believe, since tragedy hit my family in November for the fifth time this that year, 2023, I will work from my bed, which I usually do anyway, anytime between 7 a.m. and 9 a.m. By 10 a.m., my coffee is going, I've showered, dressed, and um, usually I'm working in the office, uh, the office I have here in my home. Lately, I have been working in my sitting room, not in my office, because I have some much needed renovations going on downstairs. So what has been happening, I've noticed no matter where I'm working, I get tired by two o'clock. Now, is it because I've had a full day, whether I was working from my bed from seven to nine or not? Prior to today, and this is why this is so important. Prior to today, I thought it was bits and pieces of depression. I had a bad revenue year in 2023. Um, tragedy struck. I mean, when I say tragedy, I mean detrimental tragedy struck my family twice. Um, although we had four, and actually I think personally I had five deaths in the family in 2023. But the two that were tragic was one that was just not prepared for and the other one where it was murder. And I just felt like whatever is wrong, it was a, I'm going through some depressed moments. I have some up days and down days, you know, and people can expect that. Until today, same thing today, I get up. I work from my bed from 7, 7.30 till about 9. And, you know, I'm preparing some things. I haven't checked emails, but I've, I've done my social media posts. I've uh, checked uh, inbox messages from people looking for services or sharing me with people, whatever. I've done all of that, right? So I'm getting up. I'm getting dressed, showered, brushed my teeth, all those different things. I'm setting the coffee up. I get the coffee. I package something that I need to take to the post office. And then I grab my lip gloss and I'm tired. I am ready to get back in the bed. I said, Lord, this is not depression. I'm not even going to put that on my life. What is this? This is something spiritual. This is something spiritual and I'm I'm tired of looking at it one way and it's something else. What is this? And you know what the spirit said? Spiritual sabotage. 
Spiritual sabotage. Why would it be spiritual sabotage? How? One, it could be me speaking over my life. Yes, I'm going through these de depressed moments because of the tragedies in my family. Two, it, it could be because I, you know, didn't have a good revenue year in business and I'm, you know, speaking that over my life. It could be many things. But the one thing the Lord showed me just briefly in saying spiritual sabotage is that the devil doesn't want me to get to the place that I'm supposed to be in. The devil doesn't want me to get into the place that I'm supposed to be in. So the reason why I feel bad about everything that has happened is because I allow the enemy to distract me with those tragedies. Mind you, yes, I love each and every person that I've lost this past year. I love everyone that it has hurt. And yes, I, I try to reach out to everyone to make sure that they're good. You know, what's going on with them, how they're feeling or whatever. I try to do those things, right? And what I realize now is that how I was responding to everything, every hit, every emotional curveball, every death, every spiritual tragedy is what has me in a place of I can do a little bit of work here and there, but then I get tired. It's my own fault. I allow the enemy to distract me. It's a lot. It's my own fault because I my responses to everything had been to the left instead of to the right. I need y'all to catch that. And so today I'm looking at, okay, so what do I need to accomplish? I need to get my newsletter out. I need to, you know, check some reports and statuses and, you know, I need to increase something. I need to sell this. I need to do that. Blah, 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 blah. Those are the things that I need to do, right? So I know I need to do those things and I know I need to increase who I am, where I am, what I'm doing, how I'm feeling. What do I, what else do I need to do? Where do I need to go? How do I need to do that? Lord, what is my problem? And it's a repeat answer that God has said twice, or five times, or 10 times in the past year, you've allowed yourself to be set back into something I delivered you from. Why? Because I wanted people to trust me. I allowed spiritual sabotage because I wanted people to trust me. For one whole year, 2023, I sat in a space of disbelief, bad revenue year, not increasing, not selling, not, and I kept wondering why, because I allowed myself to be put back in a space that God had delivered me from because I wanted people to trust me, knowing that I did not have to provide any kind of receipts because God was there. All they had to do was see God. They didn't have to see me. And so my mindset has been, 
okay, so now what do you do? What do I do now, God? How do I get back on track? And so God is saying, you are going to trust me. There's no, what do you mean? You're going to trust me. What do you, what do you mean? You're going to trust me. Period. That's what you're going to do. That's what you're going to do. Yep. And here's why. Because I gave you some instructions. And you needed to move according to that. And you didn't. Too busy helping everyone else get ahead of you. That you stood at that stop sign, that red light, that fork in the road, and you pushed everyone ahead. But you were supposed to trust me. So God is saying to all of us, because I know I'm not the only one stuck at this fork in the road. I know I'm not. I know I'm not the only one um, looking at life like, okay, what? What? I know I'm not. So God is saying, what position do you really want to be in? A position of obedience or a position of fear? Spiritual sabotage will have us all in a position of fear. You're probably saying, how does that help us on Money Monday? You can't make money out of fear. You can't. I heard someone say on Instagram a few weeks ago something about, um, Chasing or, or trying to get the money because of being scared or being fearful or something like that. And I said, that makes total sense. Because if you try to get the bag out of fear, then you're not walking in scripture that says you have the ability to obtain wealth. Your gifts will make room for you and put you before a great man. A gifts come without repentance. You're not walking in any of the word that covers you and gives you direction. You're walking in what you see in the world. Everything that's going wrong, you're in that position and you're like, let me try to do what's right instead of listening to God. So God is saying to all of us, you need to trust me. Spiritual sabotage will have you walking in fear, have you chasing bags instead of getting them. So you need to trust me. Okay, Lord. Okay, Lord. Reposition me. I need to be in a position of obedience, not in a, not in a position of fear. So in my position of obedience, what do I need to do? So God, this morning, so God brought me back and he's, and he's still steady speaking right now. God brought me back to the to or the remembrance of in the past few days, he's had me read my own book, The Mia Willis FBI, one of the first five uh, installations 
of uh, that series. Okay. And it's funny because it brought in the part I was reading was the part where the main character is now engaged. The main character is finding out about her family history. The main character is um, looking at the team is being set up. God has set up the team for her, her ministry and her business. The main character is going through some different things and she's seeing clearly and she's going through deliverance ministry. She is the main character is on her way to a whole nother level in her life. And she's being exactly who God set her forth to be for the past few years. And I'm reading this like, Lord, I remember what you said in 2015. So here, here we are nine years later. And it still makes me feel some kind of way to read it. But it also makes me understand that I truly get it. I truly get forgetting where I was supposed to be and moving away from where I was and why I'm in the place that I'm in right now. The reality of a faith-based entrepreneur is that it's not it's not we've lost sight it's we were disobedient and that doesn't just mean that brings in the loss of sight it just means that we're blind we've been blinded by world circumstances. We've been blinded by, um, listen, spiritual sabotage. We've allowed the enemy to come in and put us in a position where we've been blinded, which has caused us to be more and more disobedient to where we're supposed to be and doing what we're supposed to do. So God is saying, I need you to trust me. The second thing is that the Lord is saying is that in that trust, you have to be patient. Hear, hear me, in that trust, you have to be patient. And the reason why you have to be patient is because God does things on his time. And it may be fast or slow, depending on your obedience, your repentance, your humbleness. So while you're trusting him, you have to be patient. The third thing is that you have to go back and reflect on the directive that you were given before you allow the spiritual sabotage to come in. I'm going to say that again. You have to allow, you have to go back and reflect on the directive that was given before you allow the spiritual sabotage to come in. This is where you find the, the solutions in the resolve. This is where you move past who you are today to who you were when you got those instructions and what happened in between. 
You don't get to talk about it. You don't get to wallow in it. You have to find the solution. You have to reflect. So you have to trust God. You have to be patient. You have to go back and reflect on the instructions that he gave you. You have to love you. Point number four. You have to love you. You have to love and trust that you are going to be obedient to everything, even when it looks funny, even when you can't explain it to other people because you shouldn't be trying to explain it to other people. Listen, let me say this. In 2024, let's stop trying to explain it to other people. If they don't understand, they don't understand. If it's a business endeavor and they don't understand, they're not your client. Okay, so point number four is you have to love you. You have to trust you. You have to walk in humility. You have to pray. You have to fast. Point number four is basically you have to to be you, the you that you were before you let spiritual sabotage come in. And then point number five, allow yourself some grace. Allow yourself some grace while you're trying to be patient, while you're trusting God, while you're reflecting, while you are loving you. Allow yourself some grace. Because if you don't, you will be back in the place that the enemy wants you to be in. Let me tell you something. I am I am recording this knowing that the enemy is going to try to come and attack me some kind of way. Wherever he couldn't get me last week, he's going to try with this week. But I'm armored up. I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. I'm standing tall, shoulders back, head high. Because I am royalty. I am a peculiar priesthood. I am different. And that's okay. And I'll end that with this. I'll tell you why it's okay. Because I am the queen. The original bad queen of the round table. God bless.